Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. Hi, honey. You know, I was talking the other day with Barbara down the street, and she said, Margaret... You know all the neighborhood kids? I said, ah, them little mongrels, I got to get them off my lawn. And she said, no. She actually gave me a really good idea, James. She said, get one of these little halfwits to go and buy your cigarettes for you. And I said, absolutely. Lucky strikes. You got to get my luckies and not any of this filtered stuff. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. The one thing... The one thing that the little mongrels ain't able to give me, though, is wrong and wronger. I gotta come here to get that every week, every Monday, James! Oh, man, I know you're excited to be here with me tonight. How are you doing? Put it in your own words. I'm just shocked you forgot to wear a costume. You just came with your old, regular, ugly self. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are here, and you are privy to some of the best pod around. That involves me, Dr. Steve, and him, the exploding unicorn. And every week we argue about something. And not just something that most people argue about, but something that a lot of people wish they were able to argue about. And James, this week, man, we're going full hipster. We're going foodie. We're going Portlandia. We are going food truck. What are we arguing about tonight? I actually don't remember the two things. Tacos versus something. Refresh, refresh my memory, Steve. <laughs> wow, it's good that my ideas leave an impact on you. Thank goodness we're both here tonight. <laughs> tacos and barbecue. I couldn't think of something that could rival tacos in the food truck industry, but barbecue, pretty standard food truck fare. I would agree. It is, like everything else about you, pretty standard. By the way, uh, speaking, speaking what, what? of vehicles, did you see the results yeah. from last week, Steve? Did you see those? What? James, I have far more important things to do with my life than worry was, about such pithy little things like statistics and numbers and polls, like fake polls on Twitter. I don't know if you have nothing left in your life that you're just <laughs> clinging to all of this information. Why? What What? What seemed well, to have happened with your little It was not poll? only the most decisive victory ever for me in the history of this <laughs> podcast, it was perhaps the most decisive victory in the history of the world. If you stack up all the great <laughs> lopsided victories, you know, Yorktown and D-Day and everything, with all these great triumphs in history, they pale in comparison to last week's podcast where I thoroughly trounced you. We gave no quarter, devastated Earth. It was, I, I'm shocked you're here today after a thumping like that. And you had minivans, which honestly, outside of the rules of the podcast, minivans are clearly better. They're the greatest vehicle ever i wrote an entire chapter of my book about how great they are and you lost with them what is that you were handed a free win and you fumbled the football you, you said last week that you wrote an entire chapter on SUVs. Are you saying you actually no, lie I, to I, the viewers? I said I wrote a chapter on minivans. I was very clear about that. The fact that you don't listen to me is not shocking at all. <laughs> By the way, speaking of listeners, so I have to take time away oh from my, my family to come down here and talk. Oh my and God. so my four-year-old Lucy, she asked me, like, why do you have to go down there and do that? I'm like... 
for the fans. And she's like, why do you like talking to the fans? Like, well, we have, we have, I have fun talking with Steve sometimes. She goes, because you love each other. And it's like, no, you have, you have very much misunderstood the relationship here. So I need to take so a shower. Thank They've you for very hat. much confusing my daughter on why I come down here and do this. <laughs> For the record, Steve and I are arch enemies. Always have been. Always will be. There is no love lost between us. My poor, confused daughter. She just doesn't understand. Oh, you know, I don't know what things you're teaching your children, James, but for that to come even spontaneously out of the innocence of youth is... Uh, it's a travesty against parenthood, is what it is. No wonder you wrote the book Bare Minimum Parenting. You live it every day. I, I do, not for that particular facet of it. Uh, but, but I believe we owe each other a compliment before we get any further into this. And I have a compliment to you. Oh. I would like to compliment you for going out of your oh. way to make me feel bad, better yeah. about myself. Because I felt bad oh. two weeks ago because I forgot to send you our other podcast edited. It was a day late. <laughs> Holy crap, it's, it's not, not up, up yet, now. Oh, and I, would, I apologized repeatedly. I was like, please, please, in the future, if I drop the ball and forget, just shoot Dang me it. a reminder. So I sent Steve this podcast, like the earliest I have ever sent it to him. And then I sent him like five reminders, like, hey, I sent you that podcast. Hope you got it. Hope everything's okay. Are you still alive? And here we are, 9 o'clock at night, oh, on the day it was supposed to be posted, and it is still not up. Which I'm sure was not accidental. I'm sure you did it on purpose to make me feel better about myself. So thank you for that. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And James, I want you to take a page from my book when you have to... Rem when you need a... When I need a little safe parking space with you, the fact that I went out of my way to look... Dumber than you, which I mean, come on, is a testimony to just how much of a good person I am. Uh, and my compliment should be that you notice that, but my compliment instead is going to be how you don't gloat. Like you are a, you're just a good winner. When something happens, you take it in stride. You don't preen. You don't prance. You don't feather your cap and do like the icky shuffle over your fall and. Uh, opponent. No, you just, you pick me up, you dust me off and you say, great game, man. I'm glad you gave it your all. You're a worthy adversary. Thank you for participating. That's fantastic, James. I, I, I got to hand sure it to you. I'm sure at some point I have said all of those words, never in that combination and never to you, but compliment accepted <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, I, I feel, you know, very strange place that you put me, James. I feel a little bit icky because of what your daughter said. <laughs> I feel ready for combat, but now a little of that energy has been siphoned away, just trying to wrap my brain around the psychic just impact that that has had. But we're going to get into this uh, debate. The Guam quarter of fate is here. I'm actually home this week, which is good because... Oh, by the way, I don't have my computer at home, so it's going to have to wait till tomorrow until I get the thing posted. <laughs> still not going to be up. I, I've shamed you for the fifth time on this episode, and it's still not up. God dang. I literally texted you. I was 30 seconds. I was in my yes. parking lot saying I'm just about to get to my office. I'm amazed it's be not up yet. Old reliable Steve calls me down to the second to get this thing broadcast properly. And you forgot. Wow. All right. I blame you. 
Anyway, so it's the only way to to protect you know what my what the great thing about this is? Just it's, it's a full it's a full day yeah. late. Not a single person yeah. has complained. Not one. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> That's a little bit tragic in and of itself, <laughs> considering the number of people that listen to it's, that podcast, too. That's an amazingly they popular must just podcast. listen to it by accident. Like, oh, I guess it auto-download. Guess I'm going to listen to this now. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's only 10 minutes. All right. Well, I'll get it up tomorrow. The good news in all of this is by the time people are actually watching this, that will be a moot point. Which, you, ironically, was going to yes, be the original name of this show. You say that, but. but I would not put it past you to forget for three more days. I mean, you're gone solid 24 <laughs> hours. What's a few more days? Hey, I'm busy. What are you going to do? And probably on the front end of dementia, given my advanced years. All right. We are now eight and a half minutes into this thing, and people are confused, wondering what the podcast is all about. So let's give them what the fans paid for, the Guam Quarter of Fate. What do the two sides represent? All right. You, Heads, Brinkley? I'm arguing tacos from the food truck. Tails, I'm arguing barbecue. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but all right. So it is up, it is down, and it is tails you sir have barbecue thank goodness because i live in indiana and around here the only food trucks at least in my part of indianapolis are barbecue <laughs> barbecue is delicious it's a pile of meat it may be on bread it may not be on bread but it it comes to you now in truck form delivered directly to you i mean who wants who yep. wants that ground up loose meat taco nonsense you don't know what you're getting you don't know where that's from barbecue that's america that's that's a manly. That is just a big pile of beef or pork slathered in some kind of hot sauce or barbecue sauce, whatever kind of sauce you want. There is so much variety there. Uh, there's a reason that those are the food trucks that survive here. I mean, I'm sure like in the more hipster part of Indianapolis, there's probably one or two sad, you know, taco trucks slinking around just to, you know, keep the 20-somethings <laughs> happy. But for everybody else, for those of us that make up the important part of the human race, Barbecue is where it's at. I mean, you always, every every town in America has that perfect barbecue restaurant. Every single one. I mean, you live in Nashville. Nashville's known for barbecue. They're not known for tacos. And now food trucks have taken that one step further. That I don't even have to drive to that perfect barbecue place. That barbecue place comes to me. And there, there's nothing better than that. Why would you ever want to get a taco from a truck? First of all, tacos are just, it's like God's perfect food. It's finger food. You can pick it up. You don't have to worry about utensils. You can eat it clean. You can sit in the cab of your truck. You can sit in the front seat of your car. You can sit in the back of a rickshaw on a bumpy <laughs> road and eat a taco and be okay. Barbecue, man, you're going to need to flip that tie over your shoulder if you're a business executive type. Neither you nor I are in that category. But like, we'll, we'll have to get another t-shirt or hoodie that we'll wear while we're eating the barbecue because it's just going it's all over your face and all over your fingers. And that barbecue smell, man, you can't wash that stuff off. You dip your head in vinegar. You're still going to smell like barbecue, mostly because it has a lot of vinegar in it. But tacos, man, you get pork, you get beef. You get chicken. Uh, the weirdos over on the left coast, they get fish tacos, which I've had. And it's uh, a little bit strange, but it's still a taco. It's And taco trucks, by the way, the taquerias, those were the original food trucks. If you want to go like a foodie historian, <laughs> you look back and... Every construction site would have one of those suckers because they're just simple, man. It is, it's just comfort food. It's meat and cheese and one of those tortilla things that you wrap it in, and it's fantastic. You got soft tacos, you got crunchy tacos, choices abound. 
And uh, by the way, Nashville more hot chicken than barbecue right now because barbecue is so passe. <laughs> barbecue is what your parents ate. Like, uh, James, why do you want to grow old and die so soon? You're so young right now. Just pinch your cheeks and do yourself a favor. Get yourself a couple of tacos. Well, if it gets me out of this podcast sooner than I will be, so I'll go to my early grave. <laughs> We have death and wrong and wronger, and you're like, yeah. dang, man, it's a lateral move but the, either way. Uh, I mean, tacos have so much <laughs> other stuff, because you know what? Taco trucks, they try to get fancy. It's never just meat and cheese and tortilla shells, because you can make that for yourself at home. They always try to throw in these garbage fancy ingredients. You get onions mixed in there. You get avocado mixed in there. You get uh, you get yes! lettuce mixed in there. All this green stuff you don't need. You know what you don't put lettuce on? Barbecue. You don't toss onions on barbecue. You don't toss any of that garbage on barbecue. Barbecue is meat and sauce. And maybe, maybe bread. Bread optional. But you got the meat and you got the sauce. <laughs> that is every food group in a nutshell. All the other food groups can just go away and move to Canada. Because that is what you need. You need meat and you need sauce. <laughs> and it fills you up. It's healthy. It's got, you know, for the people on that, that keto diet, you know, you go and eat the barbecue if it doesn't have too much sugar and it's healthy. What's a taco? A taco is a, is a carb bomb. That's what it is. It's just carb after carb all layered together. Nobody wants that. That's, that's why, that's why all the popular diets now, they're all low carb. There's no high taco diet. There's no, there's no diet that says just pound some tacos and you'll get healthy. It doesn't work that way. You know what? You can you should try that diet, Steve. Yeah. Maybe you'll get out of wrong and wrong early with your coronary <laughs> bypass. Chance that would be an upgrade from my diet. Also, but tacos, anyway, they never going. fill you up. I mean, you got that's why you got to buy them like six at a time. They're like, oh, here's three tacos for you, and they're all this big, and they take half a bite. Barbecue prides itself on portion size. You order barbecue, and you're getting like a pound and a half of meat. Like that's the standard serving <laughs> size. That's an American serving size. It fills you up. With taco trucks, you got to go back four times to get more tacos that's how they stay in business you're not going back because it's so good you're going back because you're starving so so that that's what the deal is tacos are selling us short and killing us barbecue is keeping us healthy and filling us up and that is the difference between you and me right there James, gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins, and I didn't take you for Adam Richman on Man versus Food, but the fact that you're gloating about being able to get a Home Depot bucket <laughs> worth of food and talking about the keto diet in the same breath is a little troubling to me, just for you as a podcast host, because I'm wondering how long is your mental faculties actually going to stay intact? And when it comes to sugar and carbs, man, tacos might have that thin little shell, but uh, you might be eating like a whole Dolly Madison pudding pie whenever you have the sugar involved with barbecue sauce you can't get sugar-free barbecue sauce it's gonna taste like a boot like and not the canadian version it's just gonna taste like a boot like uh, taco trucks and by the way i refuse to eat anything called pulled what? pork like you want to make my 15 year old son crack up just say pulled pork five times fast it'll crack up a whole locker room of kids like it's just it's weird and it's it's all you can't have the home depot bucket full because it's all the same flavor over and over again taco man you go back to that truck six times you get six different tacos six different varieties of ingredients it's like a party in your mouth your taste buds will be popping like seven up man you want to cut the sugar out of out of that you know pound and a half of pork dry rub there you go problem solved i cracked the code <laughs> Fits in the Atkins diet, fits in all those other things. I mean, you're not going to find tacos on any diet anywhere ever. It just it doesn't work. But you can find you can find wow. diets out there that say eat a pound of meat and try your luck. And those are the diets for me. That's the way to go. That's how I want to live my life. 
Yeah. And, and you know, it, the pulled pork, I mean, I, I'm sorry that you're not mature enough to handle one of the most delicious foods ever created, but that just leaves more pulled pork for the, the adults. I mean, let me remind you, and I, actually, I don't need to remind you because you know, but let me remind the audience yeah. that you are the guy who puts ketchup on steak. So, of course, you like yes! tacos. And, of course, you reject pulled pork, which is the way that adults, the grown-ups, eat their meat. It's It's got the flavor. It's got the good profile. I mean, my brother-in-law is big into smoking meats. Now, actually, a couple of my brother-in-laws are into it. Every family gathering, they get like 10 pounds or 15 pounds of meat, and they smoke it for 10 hours. It's the most delicious thing ever, but you have to wait so long. When you go to one of those barbecue trucks, they woke up at 2 in the morning to smoke that meat. So by noon, you can just have it. You just hand them three or four bucks, and it's given to you. No waiting required. No hobnobbing awkwardly with sure. relatives. It is the only sure. way I can get smoked meat without smoking it myself or or going and interacting with family and that's and that's the way it should be i mean there's also like you really can't get good barbecue outside of like a real proper barbecue restaurant or like a barbecue food truck but like tacos you can get those everywhere every restaurant has a taco you got taco bell you got taco Jones. I mean, there's 50 billion fast food restaurants that offer taco but real really good barbecue it just comes from the food trucks and that's what makes barbecue food trucks special and why would you want to take that away <sighs> Really good barbecue, jumbo shrimp. I'm here from the government. I'm going to help you. Like, these are all oxymorons that I'm just clicking through in my head here. There's no such thing as really good barbecue because it's not the foodie's choice. The foodie choice is taco. When you say, is there a such thing as a taco diet? I say, have you not visited Twitter, James Breakwell? <laughs> James, I like to eat a heart attack in tinfoil, Breakwell. Like, it is the Twitter diet. It is what people want and what people crave. They're clam clamoring for tacos. Nobody clamors for barbecue. They, they go get it when they're in Kansas City or Memphis or Nashville, but they eat a little of it and go, meh, it's good, but it's not taco truck good. Well, what can I say? I live in the land of barbecue food trucks, and there no taco food truck would dare show its face within 10 miles of my house. And that, that tells me everything wow. I need to know about culture wow. and class and food. Oh, so yes. I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice. People can vote for me so we can continue our landslide victory from last week. Last week is going to pale in comparison with the destruction I'm about to inflict upon you. So if you want to vote for me <laughs> and barbecue food trucks... You know, what? by the way, what? speaking of the end of the show last week... I never got a text from you saying, you know, I went back and watched the podcast and how you pulled War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise out of nowhere in a half a second was the most remarkable <laughs> dig and grab I've ever seen in podcast history. I, I don't know where that text was. Maybe you wrote an email form to the wrong account of mine. Are you something. saying you didn't? I, I saw that movie. I've seen I, every once in a while you'll mention a movie I've seen. I'm, I'm not as dumb as I look. I remember things. It's just you, you spend 90% of the time on here referencing movies no human being has ever heard of. And I can't help that. James, maybe I'm not making myself clear. It's not the fact that you saw the movie, which, wow, I am so proud that you actually turned on the television and saw TBS one night. It's the fact that you said you cannot name one, and within a half a second, I had one right ha there. And you just ran right I over there. Right well, of course, Olivas did that. Everybody would have pulled that one out of You named the dumbest movie ever. I can't help that. What? That's a terrible movie. What difference does it make? <laughs> 
<laughs> For the record, they that movie van doesn't save anything. It's a sad plotting vehicle in that movie. They go around watching those alien vehicles like shred human beings and shoot their skin out. It's like they didn't save the day in the minivan. They just like plotted around and like watched the aliens waste everybody. Like that's not heroism. It's, just, it's like it's like taking the bus to go save the day. There was there was no heroism directly related to the minivan. Can I roll the dice now, please? Hold on, I'm only halfway through the serenity <laughs> prayer. Okay. I don't know. And the of all the things I do that upset okay. you, I don't know why that one stands out. I have no idea. But now that I know that's your button, I'm referencing Tom Cruise and World of Worlds in every podcast from here on out. Okay. Roll the. I'm in my happy place. I've counted. So. If you would like I'm thinking of leprechauns, and again, you're no, you're not, not voting for which one no. you personally prefer. You're voting for who made the better argument tonight, like me, the guy who's you know saying logical words, or him, the guy melting down about world of world of worlds, which had nothing to do with tonight's episode. Remember that. So if you think I won with barbecue food trucks, vote for number seven. If you think Steve won with whatever the heck he was ranting about, nobody even knows. Vote for fifty-one. <laughs> And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 77. What? Lots all of sevens right. tonight. So, Breakwell has proven what we've all probably known in the first place, which is he's all about him, doesn't listen to a word other people have to say. Wait, you... So, if you vote for him, it's a vote for <laughs> all the people that you hope you don't get stuck in a cubicle next to or next to on an airplane. But me. I'm filled with warmth and references that are available to me at a moment's notice. I'm the fun guy you want to sit next to because I can roll a conversation and break well. He's just going to make it all about him. And you see what he did? He rolled seven for him and then seven, seven for the other one. Like he's just anything that's about break well. He just sort of assumes everybody else is going to be down with. But if you want to vote for me and vote for the guy next door that you want to make sure lives there in case your water heater <laughs> blows up, vote for 51. And until next week, when James challenges me to come up with... You know what? There was one other time you did this, and it had to do with spaghetti sauce. I'm going to get that one back. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to send you the link. I'm going to clip it. God dang! You said you can't find one, and I came up with one on the spot. Anyway... But I digress. I'm glad I, um, that a year later this episode still bothers you. I've learned more about you in the last two minutes than in the previous year of podcasts combined. You know, my therapist has worked long and hard so that I can still tolerate coming on this show. But, ah, you know, here we are. So you can find this kind of fun and frivolity and other F-words <laughs> next week if you join us on Ryan Pronger. But until that, this is Steve, Dr. Steve Olivas for James the, the Exploding <laughs> Unicorn Breakwell. Say thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs> <laughs>